When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is rugby league legend, Matty Johns. Going back to early days, Mm. Cessnock, you're getting noticed by the Customato Rugby League and, you know... Whose name was what? Alan Bell. Alan Alan Bell. Bell. Yeah, I, I saw him... The other day, we're at a old teammate's funeral. We're there, and um, it was so good to see him. Just telling stories, like mm. old rugby league stories about, like, just stuff you don't hear anymore. He was talking about the guy who who had passed. He was talking about when he got his like first start in you know, and he was talking. He was opposing blocker and just about how to handle like because you know this young guy was really you know very very strong. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you're going to go against Blocker. This is what's going to happen. And he just like, there's just a certain layer of intelligence when AB AB was talking about it. Mm. And he said to him, Blocker is so important to Balmain. He said, Benny and Blocker are their halves. Because Mick Neal and Gary Freeman were very much runners and they were competitors. He said, Blocker is just so important. So what I want you to do, Bobby, every scrum, when you pack down, he said, Blocker's going to want to break from the scrum and start the set and start rolling. Just grab him and just hold him. And t- he said, you, you know, Blocker's big, but he said, you know, you're, you're, you, know, you could hold, a, hold off a bullicky. You know, he said, mm. just grab him, and even if you can't, take him to the ground. And as much as he fights you, just hold on to him as long as you can, <laughs> then let him go. And it just exhausted Blocker, he, yeah. you know. And, and he was like, oh, man. And it got him into sets late and really affect the, affected the rhythm of the Balmain side. Mm. If you look at that game, the Newcastle side had made up of all these young guys because they had all these injuries. Balmain beat him on the bell, I think, 18-16. And it was just sort of that old school smarts and cleverness, mm. you know, and gamesmanship. Which you even, I think, were talking about on what we agree is the greatest rugby league content, the show with you and Cooper, in terms of, like, rugby league nerd-out sessions, like, yep. here in a way the game is sort of spoken about. And we were concerned, just to butt in quickly, that you weren't doing enough last year yeah. sort of on and on on and off when well, we, uh, we were it was like mate there's another one out we'd be so it was so <laughs> stoked and then like you know, a month would go by without anything I felt like getting your number and calling out and going, <laughs> <laughs> well, I need this out weekly so the fact it has yeah, out we're very pumped with that but you were saying uh, it might have been the one just after Magic Round, but about how people sort of sometimes say rugby league is a simple game mm. and how even just little things like that where the, the layman isn't necessarily paying attention or aware of the the intricacies of little yeah. things that can be done to affect the game in a more yeah full-blown way than, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think, you know, the beauty of Wayne Bennett is that he's the greatest at simplifying. He's mastered making the game simple by 900 games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is, in essence, a very complex game, and only when you understand that complexity can you make it simple. Mm. You know, to sit there, like Wayne would understand all these different complexities, but then go, right, I know what's important and what's not, and I know how to get that guy to do his job. Yeah. Where sometimes you hear coaches, you know, talk. Like, for me, one of the most terrifying things I would hear from a coach occasionally where, you know, you go into a certain side, 
and they just go out. You know what to do, mate. Just get out there and play footy. <laughs> do your role. And you go, fucking yeah. hell. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want an instruction. You want to say, you get out and that's your job mm. and I want you to do this. I want you to focus on this, but don't worry about all of that. And that's you know, what I believe that's very much what Wayne does. I was talking to Sean O'Sullivan. Sean was playing so well before he got the pec injury. And Wayne, he just says, Wayne said to me, Sean, you just go out there and this is what I want you to do. I want you to do this and I want you to do that because when you start to think of too many things, you get muddled. Mm-hmm. You know, that simplification, you know, that takes time. Yeah. You know, that's not, you know, someone going in and, you know, someone saying, hey, Tom, just go, and, just go and say that to that bloke and he'll get it. You know, something gets lost. It doesn't work like Chinese whispers. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say, Alan Bell's old tricks of the trade, like obviously the one with Blocker, just hold him in the scrum. Are there still little tricks like that in the game or is that sort of lost to to time? Um. Yeah, I, there, there would be. I mean, I'm, I'm not so much in clubland anymore. Mm. Well, I'm not in clubland anymore. I don't really do. I work with sort of individuals if they reach, you know, if they speak to me, give me a call and we'll go down the park and do some stuff. But I'm not involved with the you know, day-to-day with the clubs. It just pains me. So any ass. player, like not any player necessarily, but like you're like open if someone just hits you up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've get... I know you have worked with halves and stuff, but that's yeah. sort of how it, that's how it operates. I'll just sort of hit you up and ask for some... yeah. yeah. Come around, work with lots of blokes. Some uh, we keep it quiet because you know, like coaches get very funny. I don't. I'd say to them when if they come to me, I have a set. Like everyone plays the same sort of shapes. There's little variations. So when they come to me, I'll say whatever your shape. Don't tell me what your name your shapes are, but the, here's the name of the shapes that I use. Yeah, if it makes sense. Yep. You know. So and, and so then you don't. You know. They, they take it away and it's just a change of vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. But some, you know, they want to keep quiet. Others, clubs, yeah, we'll send them over. You know, I've had some interesting times. I've had, um, like, Cronk, when he was a young player, he'd stay for, you know, almost a week at so a time. So he'd come and stay at your house, like he'd come yeah. from Melbourne. Yeah. It must be a trip to see now, like, or well, like to see what he's done in his career and then now, like, you guys are working together yeah. and, all that, and, like, yep. there is sort of that. We had, when, when Billy was coming back from his shoulder... They were trying to work out, sort of bed down, how Munster and Billy would work together. Almost like you got two guys, fullbacks, mm. trying to change the way that the six would work. Mm-hmm. So they would come and stay. Oh, didn't let Munster stay at the house. I'll make that straight quick. <laughs> but it's <laughs> absolutely, the corner, yeah. absolutely no way in the world. Swag out the front of the so house. So he would. So this says a lot about the Melbourne Storm, right? It says a lot about like Slater. So you know those guys went. You know, they came and they said, oh, what sort of hotels are in there around Collaroy? I'm like, you know, not, not a lot in Collaroy. Look, you go and stay in Manly, 10 minutes drive, and they went, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. So they booked into this community centre. I like, actually stayed there, I think, on a year five excursion. That's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So Munster and Slater were staying in this almost this dorm. Yeah, they were dorms, yeah. Yeah, and we were staying, we were, (laughs) like we were doing the sessions on the fields that are there, right? That's Mm. where we were doing the sessions. And, you know, the school kids would come out on their excursions and I'd watch them and they'd be going, is that Billy Slater? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but that says a lot about the bloke. Yeah. Doesn't it? That says a lot about, yeah, he and Munster. Like, because most players said, oh, we're going to stay at a community, uh, community, so they 
Yeah, no <laughs> thanks. You wouldn't see the Roosters doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. No, of yeah. course. Yeah. No, that'd be at the Intercon in the city, mate. Yeah. yeah. yeah Get the driver to drop them Stretch over in the morning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is All Talk with Hello Sport, and we are talking to Maddie Johns. Now, 97 when you win. We're talking about a great rugby league town. Obviously, you are talking to two Manly fans here as well, Maddie. so I just want... Sorry, to, boys. No, that's all right. Listen... Listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a, it's it's what listen, it you gotta live with it, right? Because you, every year it's it's Joey going blind and yeah. Newcastle have won the grand final. So you've got to make your peace with you've it. You've got to make your peace with it. Even <laughs> though, look, you know, if I was to make an excuse and say it was a split competition, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And that and that, and that and that and that some good rugby league judges reckon that Brisbane would have won a unified comp. I don't know. Yeah. I don't say those Let's not go there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um but I guess, you know, like what that experience is like, I imagine it was amazing. But then also the Better Than Lego video coming out, I just want to get to that first because, like, did you know that that was out there? Or when that thing popped out, you are just like, <laughs> it's great. When and has it also changed the way fans interact with you now where it might have been like, bring back the Biff, Matty. Now it's just Better, better Than, than Lego. Lego. I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, it's like, you know, it's like it's funny, you know. You, I, it, you speak to like young players and you just you point out to them sometimes like people come up to you right and they'll go like a magic round hey Matty Queenslander it's just banter mm. and what it is people are just trying to make conversation yeah do you know what I mean like they go up there and you know young blokes you know one of the young players having a beer at a bar someone walks up gives a bump you know they're trying to engage don't take offence yeah you know, I mean, some people go, I laugh at people and they go, oh, yeah, it's just, oh, then you go, come on. You know, so I get it all the time and I love it. It's yeah. great. However, <laughs> I remember that night. That was on, a great on, caveat. That was yeah. a, <laughs> You got to love it. It's but, great. Yeah. <laughs> but that night when Fletch unearthed it. Did he unearth it? Did he find it? Someone passed it on to Fletch. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the show. Perfect person to find it. And Fletch it. goes, mate, we've got something, right? And I'm going, <laughs> and it goes... And like I vaguely remember it, mm. vaguely. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm watching, and, it, and just this, you know, sort of old grainy thing. And Natalie Barr comes up, and I'm next to her. I go, "Oh no, <laughs> I remember doing something really stupid here, you know." <laughs> and then I went, "Oh yeah," and I'm going, "Oh no," and yeah, sensitive world out there. Yeah. You know, people draw all, you know, they get there, and I'm just going, "Oh man, this could be," yeah. You know? <laughs> Has this been but, vetted? <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, people took it for what it was. Yeah. It was what it was. It was what yeah, it was. Exactly it was right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. yeah it was. Um, but it was funny. I started to get uh, – people got in touch with me. There was an Irish newspaper right, from Cork City got in touch. Cork, no, Cork City Football Club, soccer club, got in touch with me and said, oh, we want to know – we got sent to us. We want to know why this Australian – rugby league player was wearing a Cork City <laughs> soccer shirt. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, a few years ago, you know, I, me and the wife drove around Ireland. We stopped off at Tipperary and I just went and come across this, you know, this store and bought the T-shirt. And I went, oh, that's a very interesting story. And I went, is it? It must be interesting for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell us more. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's about it.